Chapter Twenty Nine of the Story Book of Science. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Story Book of Science by Jean Henry Fabre. Translated by Florence Bicknell. Chapter Twenty Nine: Venomous Insects. You have heard that certain creatures emit poison, that is to say, shoot from a distance into the face and on to the hands of those who approach a liquid capable of causing death, or at least of blinding or otherwise injuring them. Last week Jules found on the leaves of the potato vines a large caterpillar armed with a curved horn. I know, I know, put in Jules it is the caterpillar you told me that turns into a magnificent butterfly called the sphinx atropos this butterfly large as my hand has on its back a white spot that frightens many people for it has a vague resemblance to the death's head and besides its eyes shine in the dark you added that it was a harmless creature of which it would be unreasonable to be afraid jack who was weeding the potatoes continued uncle paul knocked the sphinx caterpillar out of jules hands and hastened to crush it with his big wooden shoe what you are doing is very dangerous said the good jack handling poisonous creatures of all things do you see that green venom don't get too close the silly thing is not quite dead it might yet throw some poison on you the worthy man took the green entails of the crushed caterpillar for poison those entrails did not contain anything dangerous they were green because they were swollen with the juice of the leaves that the poor thing had just eaten many persons are of the same opinion as jack they are afraid of a caterpillar and the green of its entails they think that certain creatures poison everything they touch and throw out venom well my dear children you must bear this in mind for it is a very important thing and frees us from foolish fears while it puts us on guard against real danger no animal of any kind absolutely none shoots venom and can harm us from a distance to be convinced of this it suffices to know what venom really is divers creatures large or small are endowed with a poisoned weapon that serves them either as defense or to attack their prey the bee is our best-known venomous creature what exclaimed emile a bee is poisonous the bee that makes honey for us yes the bee the bee without which we could not have those honey cakes that mother ambrosine hands round when you are good you don't think then of the stings that made you cry so emile blushed his uncle had just revived unpleasant memories from pure heedlessness he tried one day to see what the bees were doing they say he even thrust a stick through the little door of the hive the bees became incensed at this indiscretion three or four stung the poor boy on the cheeks and hands he cried out most piteously and thought himself done for his uncle had much difficulty in consoling him compresses of cold water finally soothed his smarting pains 
the bee is venomous repeated uncle paul emil could tell you that the wasp too then asked jules one stung me once when i tried to drive it from a bunch of grapes i did not say anything but all the same i was not very comfortable to think that such a tiny thing can hurt one so it seemed as if my hands were on fire certainly the wasp is venomous more so than the bee in the sense that its sting causes greater pain bumblebees are too as well as hornets those large reddish wasps an inch long which sometimes come and gnaw the pears in the orchard you must beware especially of hornets my little friends one sting from them one only would give you hours of horrible pain all these insects have for their defense a poisoned weapon constructed in the same way it is called the sting it is a small hard and very pointed blade a kind of dagger finer than the finest needle the sting is placed at the end of the creature's stomach when in repose it is not seen it is hidden in a scabbard that goes into its stomach to defend itself the insect draws it out of the sheath and plunges the point into the imprudent finger found within reach now it is not exactly the wound made by the sting that causes the smarting pain that you are familiar with this wound is so slight so minute we cannot see it we should hardly feel it if it were made with a needle or a thorn as fine as the sting but the sting communicates with a pocket of venom lodged in the creature's body and by means of a hollowed out canal it carries to the bottom of the wound a little drop of the formidable liquid the sting is then drawn back as to the venom it stays in the wound and it is that that alone which causes those shooting pains that a meal could if necessary tell us about at this second attack from uncle paul who dwelt on this misadventure in order to blame him for his heedless treatment of the bees emil blew his nose although he did not need to it was a way of hiding his confusion his uncle did not appear to notice it and continued scholars who have made a study of this curious question tell us of the following experiment to make clear that it is really the venomous liquid introduced into the wound and not the wound itself that causes the pain when one pricks oneself with a fine needle the hurt is very slight and soon passes off i am sure claire is not much frightened when she pricks her finger in sewing oh no said she that is so soon over even if blood comes well the prick of a needle insignificant in itself can cause sharp pains if the little wound is poisoned with the venom of the bee or wasp the scholars i am telling you of dip the point of the needle into the bee's pocket of venom and with this point thus wet with the venomous liquid give themselves a slight sting the pain is now sharp and of long duration more so than if the insect itself had stung the experimenter this increase of pain is due to the fact that the comparatively large needle introduces into the wound more venom than could the bee's slender sting you understand it now i hope it is the introduction of the venom into the wound that causes all the trouble that is plain said jules but tell me uncle 
why these scholars amuse themselves by pricking themselves with needles dipped in the bee's venom it is a queer amusement to hurt oneself for nothing for nothing mr harem scarum do you count as nothing what i have just told you if i know it must not others have taught me who are these others they are valiant investigators who learn about everything observe and study everything in order to alleviate our suffering when they voluntarily prick themselves with poison they propose to study in themselves at their own risk and peril the action of the venom to teach us to combat its effects which are sometimes so formidable let a viper or a scorpion sting us and our life is in peril ah then it is important to know exactly how the venom acts and what must be done to arrest its ravages it is then that the scholar's researches are appreciated researches that jules looks upon as merely a queer amusement science my little friend has sacred enthusiasm that do not shrink from any test that may enlarge the sphere of our knowledge and diminish human suffering jules confused by his unfortunate remark lowered his head and said not a word uncle paul was on the point of getting vexed but peace was soon restored and he continued the account of venomous creatures end of chapter twenty nine recording by sharon kilmer rio medina texas